months ago. I don't know if I need to whisper into it or talk loud. But hey, loud people, this is a new episode of A Daily Dose of Nonsense. I finally did the, this is like the season finale. This is a revisiting of Zombies and Batman, or Batman and Zombies. I'm not sure what order it goes in. But if you can't hear me, then it's either because I'm whispering and the microphone's volume is too low, or, or you just need to turn up your phone's volume. Either one should work, but it sounds fine on my end. I have my headphones plugged in, and my voice sounds crisp as, as a butter biscuit, as crisp as a potato chip, as crisp as cornflakes. It just sounds so crisp. It sounds so great. I'm, oh goodness, this this microphone's so great. Uh, but yeah, we need to do uh, zombies and Batman. I'm gonna try to talk louder. So we're gonna do zombies and uh, Batman, or Batman and zombies. I'm not sure which one goes first. Uh, let's save the best for last. Let's save Batman for last. So let's do zombies. Revisiting zombies. So when it comes to zombies. A lot of people think they're cliche, think they're bad, basically bad story elements. They don't like them because think about them, they're zombies. Like When it comes to a villain, if you want to create a bad person in a story to move it along, zombies are kind of like one of the worst elements because they're zombies. What else can you do with them? Unless you have like a someone else made the zombies, then... I think that'd make them a little bit more interesting. But if you're just having a story about zombies, then it can get kind of boring. But I think zombies are great. Mainly because I'm not very big into horror, but something about zombies just draws me in. And it's not zombies itself, but it's about the humanity behind zombies when you think about it. Because... Let's look at The Walking Dead or something along those lines. When it comes to zombie movies, the key element of the movies is not the zombies. It's about the survival elements. And I'm a big survival person when it comes to movies, video games, TV shows. I love the survival elements. I just started playing a game called Mist Survival, which is a phenomenal game. It's great. And the survival elements in it are similar to The Forest, which is another game that I love. Great elements in it of survival it makes you really feel like you're there in that world, that you're creating things that are permanent there that can last until it gets knocked down by some type of creature. But Mist Survival is a new one, and I really enjoy it. I like what this game is doing, uh, even though I did get lost in it a couple times and I died in my first playthrough, but it is still great. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, but Zombies as an element in a story, I think is phenomenal because... If you're focusing solely on zombies, then I don't think you're going to do it as well. Uh, unless you're like a World War Z style film, which still isn't really focusing on zombies. It's just these are different types of zombies and it's focusing on humanity itself and survival. But as a survival element, I enjoy zombies. And as a story element, I think whenever they make it work, like say Walking Dead early seasons of The Walking Dead, I think that was some of the best entertainment involving zombies that I've seen in a long time. Uh, of course there are other great zombie flicks and there's one um, 
I'll search up on my laptop over here. I cannot remember it that I do solely wholeheartedly recommend. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, it might be called The Night Before, but I'm going to search if my internet allows me. Uh, which is not, I need to connect my laptop to the internet. But I'm pretty sure it's called The Night Before. Um, which really is just a lone individual surviving a zombie apocalypse. And it's really down to its bare bones, a zombie survival flick. And it's just, if you think about the zombie video games out there that are really based on their survival elements. Like again, I'm talking about Mist Survival or something like Days Gone. Uh, some games that involve with you just trying to survive as the main element, which is pushing the story along, uh, which, again, more like uh, Miss Survival, because uh, Days, Days Gone's more cinematic, but Miss Survival's more survival. <clears throat> I think it's called Miss Survival. I'm probably missing that one up, too, but I'm pretty sure it's Missed Survival. Uh once I get my internet connected, I'll throw all this stuff out. But I think the night before is possibly no. The night before is that I think the movie with Seth Rogen. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the night before is the Seth Rogen movie. It's something else. Let's look at zombie movie in I think Paris or England or London. Let's search London. It's one of the two. Uh, good God. Uh, uh, let's just search up Mist. I think it's, the game's called Mist Survival. And I believe it's made by one individual. Mist Survival. Cause I just bought it. I got it for like seven bucks. I think this was on Steam sale. But that game's really amazing, and you should look into it. If you have a decent computer, you should look into it. I'm not sure how well it will work on, let's say, a crappy computer. But I just did get a new, brand new computer. Bought it, didn't build it because I don't want to build a computer. Too much stress. I'm already a teacher the as is. Uh, but let's find out the zombie movie, because Miss Survival is the name of that game that I was talking about, which is great. I like the visuals, I like the style, I like everything about it. Of course, it's an early access, but it's made by one individual, as far as I remember. So it's great. Uh, another uh, zombie game that's really good is I just got uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. It's a VR game. It's one of the best VR games I've ever played. You're basically in the Walking Dead universe. And you're trying to survive because it's got those survival elements. You need to eat. You need to control your stamina, your health. You need to store weapons. You need to fix weapons. You need to build them, craft them. Everything like that. Once I find it. I have it on my Plex server. So I just... I think I deleted Plex server on my laptop since I got my new computer. I'm going to find it somewhere. Ah. <sighs> Let's see if my Plex server can pop up. Zombie movies. I just don't know what to search. I think it has something to do with the night before the night after. I think night in it. And then zombie movie. Let's 
let's see. Not getting anything. It's not not the Living Dead. Let's look at zombie movie. One hundred best zombie movies. Hopefully, it's a list I can just scroll through. Uh, my Plex server is not popping up. But Miss Survival is really good. The Walking Dead, Saints of Sinners. Again, you're in VR. You're in the world of The Walking Dead, and it's amazing. Uh, I got I pre-ordered the game on Humble Bundle. I had twenty percent off because I'm a humble choice person, so I got the game for. 40 bucks, which was the pre-order tourist edition, which got me Negan's Bat Lucille, and it got me Rick's gun, and just really cool. I haven't unlocked Rick's gun yet because I really haven't played the game. I played two hours of it, and then I've been busy. I haven't really had enough time to get into the headset, but I've been playing another one, Contractors VR. It's really good, but I'll get back to that Walking Dead game soon. If not tonight, then later at some point. Let's try to find this zombie movie. Train to Busan's another good one. There is an evil series I like. Some of them are better than others. I like the ones that are more zombie oriented. Um, but they're still good. They're fine movies. Uh, let's go to IMDb. But, oh, another thing about The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, the, the, you can do whatever you want. If you want to go around and you want to kill all of the main characters, story characters, as far as I'm aware, you can. Um, because one of the things that I did in the game, just because I wanted to see what would happen, is I decided to go to this camp. Because it's one of the, one of the second places you get to in the world. You go to this little area, and then there's like two factions that are warring against each other. And I didn't know they were warning against each other because I just walked into the place and I saw one faction and they were kind of mean to me. So I decided I'll pull out my revolver. I, well, first I died because I decided to go up with Negan's bat. And the first one, I beat their head in. Uh, and then the next one ended up shooting me in the head with the revolver. So that didn't work out too well. So the next time I reloaded, reloaded back in, I walked up to them with a pistol and I popped them both in the head. Then I was able to loot their house, which was really good. They had some nice loot. But turns out... I needed their help to take out the other faction, which this is just what I'm going by because you don't need their help. You can go about taking out the other faction or just sneaking in because you need to sneak in to get something from this other faction in the game. Uh, so you kind of need their help in the game to get what you need in the story. So there's multiple possibilities, multiple outcomes, what can happen. You could be a saint or you could be a sinner. And depending on how you play the game, it's kind of iffy. Are you a saint or are you a sinner? I don't know if the game will tell you exactly which one you are. But it's the world of The Walking Dead. And I feel like it's a phenomenal game. It really lays into those Rick Negan type uh, decisions where you're the big person... Now you're not in control of a faction, at least not yet. I don't know how it plays out later, but you have control over what goes on in the world. If you want to go out and just hit people with baseball bats, knock them out, kill them, you can. Or if you want to save people, if you see someone getting taken out by zombies and you can save them, which I did, uh, and then I did pretty good at, at one earlier point in the game, which is pretty fun. Um, um, but another thing you can do is... Later on, um, where I was playing after I decided to take out the next faction and move to the next house, which is where I needed to get supplies from. 
they were doing like a little raid. The faction had just killed a lot of their people at their base. They're doing a raid to go after the other faction. And so what I did, unknowing what would happen with this other one, I decided to help the faction that I need to get into their society, their base, to get my supplies that I need. I decided to go behind the people that were raiding them, bang, bang, shoot them with revolvers and take them out. Because I was thinking, possibly, I can get these people who I need to get in their house to say, hey, you just helped us out. You're welcome. But that did not happen, so I might reload the game and then just not kill the one faction, go back through, and, you know, have them help me take out the other faction. Because then I'm thinking that maybe they'll let me be friends, but who knows. So, that's one of the neat things I found in the game, which it would have been a lot neater if, after I killed this whole entire faction that they were warring with, that they would have said, hey... Want to be friends? Because it seems like the thing to do after I murdered their enemies. <sighs> That's how life is. Let's try to find this zombie movie. Can get anything to work. Going to find it somewhere. Open this 100 best zombie movies. Let's go to. Filmschoolwtf.com. See if they have anything worthwhile. Hopefully they do. If it loads over my crappy internet. Um. Oh, but for the Miss Survival, going back to that game, I've been watching some YouTubers online and some ones that I would recommend to follow. If I can remember them correctly, let me, let me go to YouTube on here. And I can tell you their names right from the get-go. This other site's loading, so while YouTube loads, let me try to find this movie. It's bound to be in a list of 100+. plus. Mm. Not Dead Heist, Trailer Park of Terror, never heard of that one, Dead Undead. Ghost Lake, Zombie Strippers, Robert England. I wonder if that's a porno. It says comedy horror sci-fi. Boy Eats Girl. Evolution, Dead Air, The Dead Outside, The Vanguard, Shadow. I don't know how these can make the top 100. There's bound to be better zombie movies than these. Okay. Where do I, oh next page? So it was none of them. And let's try to find these. I need to sign in YouTube now. So, zombie honeymoon, dead and deader, dead meat. None of these movies. I am legend. I am legend. Is a sixty-eight. Now, I think that movie was decent. It was pretty good. I don't think it's a 60. Some of these movies are crappy. Revenge of the Dead. Never heard of it before. Director Puppy Avid. Poopy or Puppy Avadi. Poopy Avadi. Hmm. Pontypool 63. Now, I really enjoyed Pontypool. Um, if you ever like came across this movie, you need to watch it. 
I got it on iTunes because I've seen recommendations for everywhere and I really enjoyed it. It's good. It's an interesting take on zombie movies. Uh, hear my scanner talking. This microphone really picks up everything. There's Awakening with Robin Williams. Robert De Niro. It's a zombie movie? Let me search this crap up. Let's sign into my account. Let's look at Awakening Movie. There must be two movies named Awakening. I don't know if this one's a zombie movie. Yeah, I think there's one called The Awakening. And then Awakening. Now let's find this movie. It may not even be on this list of 100, which would be very, very saddening. Because I thought it was a really good movie. But some of these movies are crappy. Still can't find it. Uh, let's do some other search. Zombie movies. I think it was in London. If not, it was in Paris. It might have been in Paris because I think there's a French version of the film. So French and English. Export English, right? English. And the Night Eats the World. That is the movie. Because I believe they made a French version and an English version of this film. Now, the movie's not the best, but I think it's one of the best zombie movies that I've seen uh, because it really takes a look at the humanity part because it's just one lone actor. And usually movies like that I don't really enjoy because it's hard to kind of push the plot along whenever you just have one actor. Like, say, the I think there's a Ryan Reynolds movie where he was in, like, a casket, the whole movie, and then he ended up dying in the end. Spoiler alert. Uh, but, yeah, movies like that I don't find very entertaining. But this one... It did a good job of looking at the human part of the zombie apocalypse and how humans overcome such apocalypse. But it was a really good movie. It's called The Night Eats the World. It's directed by Dominique Rocher, uh, music by David Gubitsch, whatever that is. Um, screenwriters Jeremy Muse. Guillermo Lemans, Guillermo Lemans, and then Dominique, oh, Dominique Rocher was the director, Pitt Argerman, Pitt Argerman, 
And then uh, Pitt Argument and Jerem, Jeremy Guez was the story person. And the main actor's name's Anders Danielson Lie. He played Sam. And of course, there's a few other actors in the movie because it's not, he's just not a sole actor throughout the whole thing. Of course, there's zombies, so there's zombie actors. Um, but I thought it was a really good movie. That was great. Uh, but let me. So let's change my password for two days ago. So, I think the. Dang it. I'll just search YouTube for Miss Survival, and I can read their names off from there. Once it pops up. Um, but these are the names of the YouTubers who post Miss Survival videos, and I think they're really good, and I recommend watching them. Because they're interesting. There's two of them that I watch. Well, I think there's more than two. But there's two main ones. Uh, Cage 848 is one. So that, again, that is Cage 848. And then the other one is... Big Mad Brad. So Cage eight four eight and Big Mad Brad play Miss Survival Online, and I believe both of them also play other stealth or other stealthy survival games. And I think they do a really good job. And one of them is a little bit, I think, better than the other in ways of presenting the story. But overall, they're both great. So make up your mind, choose whichever one you want to listen to, watch, listen to, or however you want to do it. But of course, there's other people who make Mr. Survival videos just these are the two that I noticed that make them more recently uh, and it lists as another one on here Game Edged I don't think I've ever seen theirs but again they, they could definitely be good and worthwhile but let's kind of wrap up the zombie elements since I found all I was looking for uh, The Night Eats the World definitely a good movie to recommend recommend The Walking Dead Sink Sinners Walking Dead Mr. Survival recommend anything zombies I enjoy them as story elements because of the human elements in them. Uh, and that is zombies. Now let's go straight into Batman. So now Batman. They're coming out with a new Batman movie, I believe called The Batman. Uh, starring Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. And then make sure I get the other names, right? Uh, and Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. And I don't think he's going to be Commissioner at the very beginning of the movie. So, that'll be neat. But I think he's a phenomenal actor. His acting in Westworld is one of the reasons that kept me pushing through Season 1 and the Season 2. Because Season 2 was phenomenal, but Season 1 was kind of a letdown. So we'll see how the rest of the season goes. I'm not sure if he's in Season 3 because I really haven't finished Season 2 all the way yet. Because it kind of got a little boring. But he's a phenomenal actor. I think he'll do a good job as Jim Gordon. And then we get up the other actors' names. I think another one is Zoe Kravitz, Kravitz or something like that. And, and she does Catwoman. But we'll bring that up so I can make sure I'm saying her name close to being right. If IMDb's not working. Let's go to Wikipedia. Hopefully they'll have something there. Wikipedia. So Zoe Kravitz. Uh, 
is Catwoman Paul Dano's Riddler. Andy Serkis, phenomenal actor, is going to be Alfred Pennyworth, and I think he'll do a great job. He does any like job he does, he does good. So he'll be phenomenal. Colin Farrell, another great actor as Penguin. I think he'll do great. And John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. I think this is a great list of actors, and and they'll be phenomenal. And my mom sent me a text. She got a Jeep Trailhawk. She got an, well, she traded in her Ford Ranger, I believe, for a Jeep Trailhawk because she, she didn't like the Ford Ranger. I mean, because she bought it brand new, and then it came with a rat. So that's how things go. Uh, directed by Matt Reeves. He's doing the Batman films and everything else he's done beforehand. I think he's a phenomenal job with. And he's worked with Andy Serkis, so I think that'll be a good combination there. Written by Matt Reeves and then Mattson Tomlin. Let's figure out who he is. Or she. You never know. I think that's the all. I said all of the big named actors so far. Music by Michael Gicciano. I think he does a really good job from what I remember when they announced it. But Matt Santomlin. Filmography. He did a Little Fish, The Batman, and Untitled Shulman Juiced Project. He's 29, and he helped make the Batman movie. Not very good career yet. Covered with Matt Reeves. Let's look at the music person then. So it says his several films include Mission Impossible, Jurassic Park, Star Trek series, Numerous Pixar animation films, Super 8, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Zootopia, Doctor Strange, Rogue One, Star Wars Story, Spider-Man Far From Home. He also has some scores for video games, Mode of Honor, Call of Duty, blah, 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 blah. So he has a really good career, and he should be doing good. He's won an, an award, too, for Up. Oh, he did Up. He did Jojo Rabbit. He did Lost. Pilot, he did Lost. I love Lost. Uh, nominated for The Incredibles. Mm, nominated for Star Trek. Done a lot of good video games. He did the older Call of Duty and Metal Warner. They're still good. He did Up video game. Mission Impossible 3, Star Trek movie, Cloverfield. I think he'll do a good job. He's in a lot of good movies. Bad Times at the El Royale, that's good. Mm. Yeah, he'll do fine. Uh, but... I think the Batman will be a fine movie. It should be great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let me think what else I can talk about for Batman. What can I talk about? 
Oh, Joker. We'll talk about that too, because it's basically Batman. Uh, if you have not seen the Joker movie yet, I recommend that you watch it. I believe it's a great movie. Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro did a phenomenal job. Specifically, Joaquin Phoenix, I believe, is the second best Joker I've ever seen in a film. Heath Ledger has to be number one because his performance was phenomenal. But Joaquin is the closest I've seen to anyone else at reaching that comic book Joker that I've been envisioning. And at the end of the film, I believe his portrayal of the Joker is, in some ways, a little bit better than what Heath Ledger was doing. Because, man, because it was a comic book and Heath Ledger was more serious. Um, but definitely Heath Ledger's portrayal is better. Uh, but I enjoyed Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal near the end of the movie. Whenever he sh- whenever he does something. I was about to spoil it for you all. But he does something at the end of the movie. Which was just breathtaking from a comic book fan's perspective. Because he was able to do what he did... In such a fashion, and he the way he controlled himself, moved his body. He was Joker. He was that comic book Joker. He was the Joker that we've all been dreaming for. And what I'm looking forward to in sequels is how hopefully they can make multiple Batman movies. They just don't have to make the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. I'm hoping that even some point they do Ben Affleck Batman to keep him with the Justice League. Because I'm thinking, why do we have to have all this in one big cinematic universe? Why can't we just have multiple movies about multiple different directors and writers interpretations, whatever you call it, interpretations of these characters? So I think that they need to give Todd Phillips opportunity to incorporate Batman into his film. Now, of course, I think he said he wants to, but that's by Joker 3. He, so he's planning on down the line for a while. But Joker 2, definitely. They need to include Bruce Wayne at some point, some fashion. And I think Bradley Cooper, because they mentioned it before, I think he'd be a phenomenal version of Batman, Bruce Wayne. You know, because he'd have a different take on it. Like some people think Joaquin Phoenix, whenever he took it, some people probably would complain about him. Was he really the right guy for the Joker? Was he going to fit the character? But I think Bradley Cooper would give that spin, give that little bit of authenticity to it, because he's a phenomenal actor himself. Don't discredit him at all. He is great. He might have played in the Hangover movies, but since then he's been great. And in the Hangover movies he was great. He was a phenomenal actor. But I think he'd be great in that universe, because he's worked with the director for He's probably worked with the writers, the staff. And I think they could really make it excel as his own movie trilogy trilogy and then as its own movie universe. Separate from the Batman movies. Unless they want to include them together, then by all means go ahead and do it because I love this Joker and I think he would fit good even with Robert Pattons as Batman. Now of course there'd be an age difference uh, and I don't know how they'd work that out. But it's a comic book movie. You don't have to take everything too seriously when it comes to okay, technically he should be sixty by the time they fight each other. But he's Joker. They can do whatever they want. It's a comic book movie. Like, if you're in a world where there are superhumans, are we really going to discuss an individual is too old or too young to fight each other? Just make it happen. People will watch it. I'll love it. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I think about that. The Joker movie is phenomenal. Watch it. Enjoy it. It's a little rough, a little gory, but it's fine. It's good cinema. I think they should win every single award they're nominated for. Hopefully they win Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Director, everything. 
especially Joaquin Phoenix. He deserves it. His portrayal was phenomenal. <sighs> oh, but yeah, maybe they shouldn't win everything because I think 1917 should win Best Picture of the Year. And if you want to know why, then watch or listen to my other podcast about 1917. But at least I think Joker should run Best Actor because that movie, it's good. And it's good because of his acting. Phoenix did a phenomenal job. <clears throat> Something else I'm looking forward to. A new Batman game of some type. I think somebody's making one. If it's Warner Brothers Montreal or Rocksteady. Someone is making a Batman game. They keep releasing teases. Relating to Batman. So if they don't make a new Batman game. With Bruce Wayne I will be pissed. And so a lot of people. What I'm hoping for is that Warner Bros. Montreal does another Batman game. It takes place after Arkham Origins it's, or some point like that. Because I really enjoyed Arkham Origins because it was different from Arkham Night, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum. In a way that those games were down to the details and down to the story elements and everything about them was great. Perfection. Whereas Arkham Origins... It felt raw. It felt unique. It was something different. It wasn't like I was playing a new Arkham game. Even though it's Arkham Origins. It was like I was playing something new. Unique. Because it had it's own spin on it. And. It's actually one of the few Batman Arkham games. I've actually gone back and replayed. Because when I replayed it. I was going through stuff then. So I didn't really get to have a good time to enjoy it. But. This replaying of it. Really, I think cements the game as I think it's better in some ways than some of the other Arkham games. My favorite is Arkham Knight just because it's completely Gotham City. Maybe not all of Gotham City, but the main part of it. You have the Batmanville, Batmanville, you have everything. And it's just there. And then my other ones, Arkham City has to be tied with Arkham Knight, then Arkham Origins, and Arkham Asylum. Because I think Arkham Asylum was good. But it was bare bones compared to what they were able to do next with the open world, with Batman, with the storyline. <sighs> but I'm hoping the next game, Warner Bros. Montreal looks at all these other games and you're able to include everything. I'm hoping for a new Batmobile. Oh, just hit my microphone. I'm hoping for a new Batmobile. Hopefully, new suits and everything. I want another Batman game. I love them all. I'll play new Batman game every year if they had one. <clears throat> but, uh... I, think, I don't think there's anything else to talk about for Batman. Maybe just one more thing. I got the new Batman comic, Batman Last Night on Earth, I believe it's that's what it's called. I have it over on my shelf, but I don't want to get up to, to look at it. I might as well just search it on my laptop. But I'm pretty sure it's called Batman Last Night on Earth. I got... One through three of the series is fully completed. Yeah, it's Batman Last Night on Earth. I got issue one. I got the regular edition. I got issue two and issue three in the regular edition and in their variant edition. And pristine, packaged, right off the shelf. I have not even read them yet. Which I should read them because I've been waiting for these comics for a long time. I love these guys who made it. Scott Snyder was the writer and Greg Kupala was the artiste. And it's labeled as the last Batman story. Now I think these writer, like artist combination, this one right here, it's one of the best series that I've ever read about Batman. Because I read their New 52 Batman from issue 1, I believe, to 9. 
And their run was phenomenal. There was no story element in it that I hated. Except maybe for the Jim Gordon taking over as Batman for a while. But even that made sense. When it comes to other Batman series over the years, there's lows and then there's highs. This one, it felt like it was all highs. There was no looking up to see what was better because it was already there. It was already the best. Now I think with the new Batman series uh, that they come out with in Rebirth, it's only gotten better since then. But this Batman story specifically, I haven't read, but I'm looking forward to it immensely to read. Because this story, the artwork is phenomenal. The writing that I read so far is phenomenal. It's great. And I recommend you to read it. I recommend anything by Scott Snyder. Anything drawn by Greg Capala. Just go for their stuff. Read it up. And then for the new Batman series, it was Tom King, I believe. And the artwork in that one was phenomenal, but the writing is what kept me coming back to this one. The Rebirth Comics, Tom King, who's famous for The Sheriff of Babylon, who's famous for Mr. Miracle, Omega Men, everything like that. But he did Batman, and he did it phenomenally. So after Scott Snyder left, they brought us someone who was just as good in Tom King. Let me figure out who the writers are for this one, too. Or the, the drawers. <clears throat> Um, but Batman Rebirth was phenomenal. Because it's the Rebirth series of Batman. Because it's just called Batman. Uh, but this one, it's, it's really great. Let me go on the DCFandom.com. Uh, but with Rebirth, I have, I've slowed down reading comics and I need to speed back up. Uh, there's also Dark Knight's Metal where Scott Slater comes back a little bit with, I believe, Greg Capullo. And they did another phenomenal job there. And I think those two are just great. Uh, but the new one, Tom King took over. And I believe he's leaving and they're bringing in a new guy. I think they've already brought him in. Uh, but their, their run at comic books with Batman for the last basically decade and longer. Are what's making Batman the premium comic book character of the last, I don't know, 40 years. When it comes to comic book characters, who do you think of? You think of Batman, you think of Superman. Mainly, you think of Batman because he's the best. And that is all for a Daily Dose Nonsense. This is the last episode of Season 1. Whenever Season 2 comes back, whenever I get around to filming it, it'll be top-notch. It'll be better than this, basically. Because I got this microphone up and running and I'm thinking it's working fine. Uh, but we're going to go do everything phenomenally. <sighs> uh, to be honest, it'd probably be crappy next season like this season in a way. I mean, I mean crappy and editing quality stuff like that. I don't mean I'm crappy because I'm amazing. But this is a daily dose of nonsense by me, Wesley Andrew Self. Thank you for listening and keep listening on and on and on. Hopefully I'll have like 50 seasons of this. <sighs> Hopefully 50. Season 1 so far. So Season 2, maybe next week, maybe two weeks, maybe a month. It'll be whenever I decide I want to do it. Cause sometimes you just sit down and decide you want to do something and you do it. Sometimes you don't. Thank you for listening and
Is this thing off? Hello? Hello? Good, I think it's off. Porn. Hub. Oh, God. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, God. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Fuck, it's the one. 